Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short and so glad to have you along today. As we've been talking about the resurrection and the effects of the resurrection, we don't want it to be a once-a-year event that we just remember at Easter time, but rather we want to think of the resurrection as being the focus of our life now. We make much of the cross in the Christian faith. That's where Jesus demonstrated the love of God, paid the price to to redeem us from our sins, and saved us. Our faith is in Jesus Christ who died, but also who rose again. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, we've been seeing this the last few days, I, I deliver to you as of first importance that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that he was buried and that he was raised again on the third day. So I've got a question for you as we talk about the effect of the resurrection, and we've been looking at it, and we want to talk about it not just in the gospel presentation, which we've looked at the last couple of days, but how about in our own personal life? Do you ever think in your own life of the Christian life as being a burden, tough, difficult, discouraging, a fight, a struggle against sin, versus the concept, the idea that it's victorious, joyful, a wonderful experience. Which do, which, which do you focus on? Which is more prominent in your life? Now, the Christian life should, for all of us, include some of both of those things. At times, it is a difficult, struggle, passionate fight against sin. At other times, the Christian life is just like filled with joy and victory and overflowing and, and, and the love of God. And so we, ha- we experience both of those, but I've got a question. Which is the predominant thing in your life? Which really is, is if you were to describe, and which words come to your mind to talk about your experience? I want to talk here some about how the resurrection affects that. In, in Romans chapter 6, we're talked about baptism. And Paul writes, he says, Therefore we have been buried with him, through, with Christ, through baptism into death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. Now it's interesting here, there's these two concepts that relate to our baptism. Baptism symbolizes what happens in our Christian life when we are converted. In one sense, it's like we're, we go under the water into a watery grave. It's like we, when we go under the water, down into the water, we're being buried with Christ. We're being buried with Christ in, uh, in his death. And so it's like we're dying to self with Christ. Just as he died, we died. And then when we come up out of the water, it's like we're resurrected with Christ. It pictures Jesus died and rose again. Likewise, we die and rise again. We die to sin. We die to the old self. And we rise again to newness of life. This happens in our baptism. This this baptism signifies what happens in our conversion. And so there's two aspects here. Death to self, death to sin, life to God. Jesus talked about it this way. In, in Luke chapter 9, he says this, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. 
Well, this is the process, shall we say, I think, of dying to self, of entering into the, the death of Christ, denying self, denying our sinful desires, denying the fleshly lust, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the boastful pride of life. These things are not from the Father. These things are from the, from the world and from the flesh. We deny them. We say no to them. We, we reject them. We put them on the cross. We experience the death of Christ to these uh, fleshly and sinful ambitions. But how long do you stay there? In this process of dying to yourself, is this kind of where you spend your whole life? Notice he says here that we die to Christ, but then we are raised with him so that we, do, we might walk in newness of life. The newness of life is experiencing that resurrected life of Christ, the promises of the joyful life, a victorious life, of the abundant life, the life filled with, the, with, with a purpose, with the love of God, with what we were created to be, the life we were intended to live. Sin destroys us. Sin offers big promises. The devil offers big promises. But he, it's poison. It's bait. What the devil offers you, it may look good, but there's a hook underneath it. There's poison in it. And it always leads to death. The wages of sin is death. There is a way that seems right to a man, but the end is the way of death. This is the, what the deceiver does. God's path, God's path, we die to self. We crucify the fleshly desires with Christ, we realize that sin is not the way to go. And when we crucify the fleshly desires with Christ, then we begin to experience the resurrected life that we, we make room for God to fill our life. Shall we say, we kind of empty out the self-life, the selfish life, the sinful life, so we make room to be filled up with the Christ life within us. How's that, how's this happen practically? It happens by faith. Religion, let's keep in mind, religion doesn't give us a new life. Religion alone gives us rules, new values to live by, new thoughts to have. It can try and, it can try and give us restrictions, tell us what to do, what not to do. But only Jesus can give us new life because only Jesus conquered death. And as we enter into the life of Christ, we experience this new life. Notice what it says here and later, a few verses later in Romans 6. Even so, consider yourselves to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Consider is an interesting thing. Think of yourself that way. Believe it to be. Believe it to be. Have the faith that this happened. Have the faith that what God says about you is true. You have died to self, been buried with Christ, and now you are spiritually risen with Christ and alive in him so that you, you can experience newness of life, not just new rules to live by, new values to embrace, but you can go beyond that and experience newness of life. On our part, we get it as we consider it or we believe it. We have faith in it. But dare I say, this is a spiritual reality. This is why as we were looking at the prayers of Paul a few weeks ago, 
so often Paul would pray, like in Ephesians chapter 1, I pray that the eyes of your heart might be enlightened so that you might understand something, that you might know something. This truth that I died to, to, the old Tom is dead. And there's a new Tom that's alive in Jesus Christ. You're dead, and there's a new you who's alive in Jesus Christ. Well, number one, God must enlighten us to understand that. If, you, if, you, if God doesn't give you spiritual understanding, it just seems you won't get it. And you must consider it to be true. You must believe it to be true. You must wake up each day and, begin, and think to yourself, the old me is dead. It's gone. It's buried. I took up my cross. I nailed the old me to the cross. It's, it's dead and buried with Christ. But the new me is alive. Jesus Christ filling me by his spirit. I'm now alive in Christ. I have a new life now. Nothing can stop me that can't stop Jesus. Nothing can stop me that can't stop Jesus because Jesus lives in me. If Jesus can do it, then he can do it through me, you see? So often as Christians, we, it's like we never get beyond that. We stay just focused on die, 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 die to self, die to self, die to self. No, 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 can't do this, can't do that, can't do this. I believe God wants us to move beyond that. He, he, we, it's an important part of our life, but we need to move beyond it and saying, I'm, just, I'm not just saying no to sin. I'm saying yes to Christ. I'm not just saying no to sin. I've got a new life. I'm resurrected in Christ. Jesus lives in me. It, my Christian life won't be defined by the things I won't do. My Christian life is defined by who I am and what I will do, what Christ will do in me. You see the difference? It's so often Christians spend, many Christians, they spend their life just focused on what they won't do. No, let's focus on who Christ has made us and what Christ is doing in us. Let's be on the offensive. Let's be victorious, living the new life. In my own, I, I, I experienced something uh, years ago. I was living in Maryland, and it was a particularly fruitful time in my life, but also a particularly difficult time in my life. There were some trials that were, that were really breaking me in some ways and breaking me of self-will in some ways that were really difficult, hard, painful. And it's somehow as I just endured those, as I just went through them, I, I can't remember how I did. I just kept on keeping on. I kept trusting God. I kept showing up. I kept getting in the Word. I kept praying. I just didn't give up. And then it seems that there somehow, and I can't, place it on a moment. I can't say uh, an event, but at some point, it's like the scales tipped. And, and I just began to look at my life as it, it was just filled with joy, filled with a victory, filled with a, a happiness. I remember talking to someone saying, you know, I wonder if God still loves me because it doesn't seem like I have any trials anymore. And I know trials are an evidence that our God is disciplining us. And I and, he, and this guy was talking with me, he said, well, wait a minute, don't people kind of slander you every day out on campus? Yeah, but that's, you know, I mean, that's no big deal. Wait a minute, wasn't your wife really sick and in the hospital, almost died? Yeah, I, I guess you're right. That was a trial, wasn't it? Okay, yeah, all right. The point B, we were talking about some of these things. They just didn't seem like trials because, God, because somehow, by the grace of God, just through enduring, I had kind of entered into this experience of the new life. And what would have got me down and discouraged me and, and been overwhelming to me 
at another time didn't. It seemed like I was rising above that. By the, and again, I just give credit to the grace of God. I was experiencing a new level of the new life. All I can say is this, the grace of God touched me. That somehow I had faith, I believed, I considered myself dead to sin, alive in Christ. And there was this process, a lengthy time in my life of dying to sin. It was hard. It was difficult. It was, it was painful. But simply getting through it. Simply not giving up. Simply hanging on. Simply continuing to follow Christ through that crucifying the flesh time entered into a new freshness of the new life so what what am i saying i after that i began to say i i began to use the term i feel like i feel like i saw jesus more and more resurrected than on the cross and i began to see myself more experiencing the resurrection life than the cross life now i'm not saying we ever move beyond and we have to stop dying to sin and we don't have trials and we never have to take up our cross anymore. I'm not saying that. But again, it's like the scales tipped. It tipped from Christian life is focused on dying to self. To the Christian life became an abundant victory and joy-filled experience with God. If you're in that dying to self part, hang in there. Don't give up. There is light at the end of the tunnel. Keep faithful. Stay faithful. Keep believing. Trust the Lord. Persevere. Endure. There is the resurrected life, I really believe, is in the future. Don't give up. Keep seeking God. Keep praising God. Keep faith. Consider yourself to be dead to sin and alive to Christ. And see if God might not do something, bring you into that abundant, restful, green pastures that he promises. I believe you will. I believe you will. But you know, again, it's your faith. Do you believe that's what God wants? Do you picture in your mind the Christian life is just a drudgery of fighting sin and hardship and you'll never get over it and it's just, or do you believe that this resurrection power, this newness of life is something to be experienced on earth that you should consider now consider yourself, think of yourself, believe yourself, dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. My friends, if you don't focus on the resurrection and believe that as Christ is alive, you'll be alive and believe that, that you can experience that now, then you won't. You won't experience it. You got to believe it. We are saved by grace through faith. We grow by grace through faith. The same way we start the Christian life, by believing what God says to be true about salvation and forgiveness and redemption, that's also how we grow in our Christian life, believing what God says about sanctification, holiness, and, and, and the life of Christ. It's all a matter of faith. This is why we get in the Word every day, because faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of Christ. The more we hear the Word of God, the more it will... Uh, it, 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 in, envision our, it, it strengthen our faith. You can't believe what you don't know. But the more you get into the Word of God, the more you understand the Word of God, the more you will believe the Word of God, the more you believe the Word of God, it will, it, that life transformed life works its way through you. Amen?
Father in heaven, we thank you today. Hallelujah, that we have not only entered into the death of Christ, dying to sin, but we've entered into the life of Christ. We consider ourselves to be dead to sin, buried with Christ, and now alive, risen from the dead with Christ to a new life. Thank you. We, we experience this in our baptism as we go under the water, die to self as we come up out of the water to a newness of life. And I pray, Father, that that picture in ours help us not just stay under the water the rest of our lives. Help us not just stay in the grave the rest of our lives. Help us to remember Jesus is no longer on the cross. He had to go to the cross and will need to go to the cross. We'll need to go to the cross. We'll need to take up our cross. We'll need to deny ourselves. We'll need to do this daily. But Jesus, you've now risen from the dead. And we just say, hallelujah, we praise you. You're alive. And because you live, we are alive as well. We've entered into it. We consider ourselves. We believe this to be true. And I pray that we would walk in it day by day. I pray, Father, for anyone today who's, who's really in that struggling with death to self and, they're, and, and they're, they're hanging on and they're fighting and they're resisting. And we know the old life, the self-life doesn't go down easy, doesn't die easy. And I pray, Lord, any who are struggling and with the flesh and who are battling and, and who they're, they're, they're struggling to resist and to not submit, Lord, be, help them. Help them persevere. Help them hang in there. And I pray, Lord, they, they drive that nail deep into the old flesh life and, and be done with it and be over with it and say, I am done with sin. I reject it. Dead to sin so that they can live that new life sooner and sooner. We know, Lord, this is your work. You've got your own timing. You've got your own curriculum for each one of us. You develop each one of us in, in, in the ways you choose to do it. You bring the right testings and trials into our life because you know exactly what we need. And so we, and we embrace that. We bless you. We thank you for how you work in our lives. We just want you to know, Lord, that we have the Spirit of Jesus says, not my will, but thine be done. We want your best. We want to live that new life in Jesus Christ, and we're willing to go through whatever baptism it takes of death to self to get to that new life. We consider true. We press on to know you, and we pray these things. This day, this day, we want to live this way, and we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. God bless you. I love this topic. The Christian life, is, it is an exciting thing. It is a journey with God. Wherever you are on your journey, be thankful. Be filled with praise. Be, be grateful to God. Walk in His goodness. Walk in His, walk trusting the Lord. He knows what He's doing. If you're in a time of difficulty and hardship, He knows what He's doing cooperate with them. Just say, Lord, here I am. I cooperate with you. It may be hard. It may be tough. It may be painful. It may have the spirit of Job, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. But trust him. Yield to him. Peace will come your way. The victory is, the victory is coming. And if, and if you've moved on and enjoying that new life, boy, give it to others. Pass it on. Love others. Always be focused on loving God and loving others. Well, that's why we come here every day to get into the Word of God, to allow it to transform our lives. And so I'm so glad you're here. If you are new today, 
I want to bless you. Thank you. I hope you subscribe, hit the notify button, and are with us every day because we're here every morning, 8.30 a.m. I'm live, Eastern Time. But you can watch the video later or you can hear the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. I hope you'll join us every day. Give in the Word of God. Make a commitment. And I promise you, you come here every day. Join us every day. Get in the Word of God and pray. It'll make a difference in your life. So make a commitment. Be here. Join us. And tell your friends. All right? So I look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning. Until we meet tomorrow morning, might the Lord bless you, strengthen you, make His face shine upon you, fill you with His joy, His peace, His life. Consider it to be true. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye.